Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. Grow With Us is a podcast that focuses on the talent-focused mission of Intulsa, a talent advising organization for startups, local businesses, and expanding corporations. My name is Evan Barton, and I will be your host each week where I'll be joined by a guest who is making a difference in Tulsa by furthering our mission of creating equitable opportunities via technology, innovation, and strategic partnerships. This week, we are in conversation with sales development representative at Sprockets, Kelly Brown, who will be diving deeper into the technology jobs and companies in Tulsa. Welcome, Kelly. It's so great to have you on. Thanks for having me today. Kelly, this is going to be a really awesome episode. I think that we are going to talk a lot about our experiences with Tulsa, our experiences with technology, and kind of our professional career paths. Are, are you are you ready to talk about that? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> exciting. Awesome. Let's just kind of dive in first with, go ahead and tell us your story. What What is... When people think of Kelly Brown, how did they how do they think about you? <laughs> well, prior to the pandemic, I went by box office bubbles. I was known at the Kane's Ballroom box office as the bubbly uh, assistant there. And as the pandemic wore on, of course, concerts just came to a halt. Mm-hmm. It was just terribly sad to see this historical venue since 1924 with the lights off. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of uh, just time for thinking and working, you know, minimized hours or just doing whatever we had to do to keep our employees safe and our, mm-hmm. our visitors and groups that would come in. During that time, I had even helped secure food boxes for our, our members of our team that were out of work. And so just trying to find something to do with myself in the pandemic that was still useful. Yeah. And so... As things started to open back up a little bit more, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about my career, very diverse experience. And so I'd heard about Tulsa Remote and I started looking into some of the job positions there. And since, you know, I thought about where I've been, where I'm going, the pandemic was a really good soul searching time for many people. What you did with your time might have been different. Some of us might have wallowed in our self-pity, which I did for some time. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it through. Finally, just came out the other side and had a little bit more uh, positive attitude about things, just trying to look at things differently than I had before. Mm-hmm. So I started reaching out to Intulsa, and I noticed some of the job postings. And once I'd reached out to them, I got a reply back from Princess Austin, one of the recruiters there at Intulsa. And she started helping me uh, go over my resume, ask me different questions about maybe what I was looking for since it had been so long, since I had really started a new career. It was overwhelming, but she held my hand through the way. And they also have a great gal, Mary Beth DeWitt, who helped me with my resume. I thought I had a great resume, just a lot of different experience on it. After she helped me redraft it, I looked at that resume and said, who is that? Because she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so it really just built my confidence up. And I had interviewed for position and Mary Beth and Princess assured me that they were going to be with me every step of the way, even if that job opening didn't happen or that opportunity didn't work out. I actually was sent three different job opportunities through them. Mm-hmm. And through that process, there was one that was the initial interviewing company. But I'd heard about the second one, which was Sprockets. Yeah. And after I'd read the job description between the two companies and even the third one that had come in later, after I'd interviewed for the first two, 
I just knew in my heart that the Sprockets company culture, what I had learned about them, seemed to be more fitting with my personality and uh, what I was thinking might be a good change for me. Mm -hmm. And so since I've started working at Sprockets, I absolutely love it. I've taken my sales experience and really applied it to a different industry. Mm-hmm. And every day is like a video game or like going to the casino where you pull the lever and then it spins and spins and goes, ding, 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 I'm a winner. Yes. So every day has just been so fun since I've started my new position with Sprocket. Oh, that's awesome to hear. I mean, you're you're shouting out some major in Tulsa players. I love Princess and Mary Beth. They're really close coworkers of mine. And I, I know that they impact people the way that they do. And then hearing from you, that's so awesome to hear. I tell all my friends about them, and I'm just ashamed that more haven't reached out to her yet. (laughs) Those two are a dynamic duo. So anytime I hear somebody's having a hard time finding a job or maybe looking to change careers, I'm like, I got two gals that will make Uh, your world better. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. We'd love to hear that. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your experience with Tulsa. You can go into kind of both professionally and personally. Just what role does this city play in your life? I'll be honest, when I was just graduating college, early 20s, downtown was a ghost town. There was very little down here. Of course, I had that terrible attitude, Tulsa sucks. (laughs) Now when I hear that, I just look at people and like, have you been here long enough or where Mm. are you from? Because I used to say that and there was still plenty to do there. But I just don't think the job market and the opportunities for our young people were as great. And at that time, I finished college. I was working in HR, started my first real job. And shortly after I graduated, I just kind of took a leap of faith, went to New York City. And I I joke that that was my college time because I stayed there four years and then I came back. Well, New York City has the most amazing food ever. You know, the cost of living is just a lot higher. All my family was here. I can't live without my mom being Mm -hmm. so close. Uh, So I made the decision to come home, which at first kind of felt like I had my tail between my legs, you know. And then some of my friends assured me that they were proud of me that I had lasted that long there. And so I just basically came back and started looking for jobs. And at that time, there was an economic downturn in 2008. So a lot of people were starting to lose their jobs in New York City. It hadn't quite moved to Oklahoma yet. Mm. Um, But I started seeing that after I was interviewing for a job, I got a decent job through another temp service, was working really hard in an oil and gas related industry. And so you can see the ups and downs through the gas and oil industry just because there were a lot of layoffs that I went through at my company. I didn't get laid off, but I did have to change positions and kind of cover other positions to make sure that I still had a place to work. Yeah. So I saw the firsthand um, experience working with oil and gas and just how it has its ups and downs here in Oklahoma. A lot of the best jobs downtown are going to be oil and gas, but with Mm -hmm. their industry always being in ups and downs, I know a lot of my friends and family have experienced uh, those layoffs, you know, and it's just kind of an industry that maybe I just wasn't sure that that was for me as far as the ups and downs. Yeah. It's hard to stick with it. I mean, especially with Tulsa being known as an oil town, that is the reputation and that is what you might think the job market is here. But I think we're, I think we're starting to see, and I, and I know that we're part of the change of like making sure that that's not the only option for people. (laughs) Well, and I, you know, I'm so grateful for those industries here, but I think diversifying is really important for the younger people. I think that that's why some of the younger people will tend to move 
out of here after college looking for different opportunities or more mm-hmm. diversity. You know, there's remote work now here in Oklahoma. I had never heard of such a thing when I lived in New York City and all these people worked remotely. I was like, that's really cool. And so I definitely since coming back and, you know, all of that, I definitely have seen the changes in the job market. But there's still a lot of those oil and gas jobs out there, which are great. But the city and all the different programs like the in Tulsa program Mm -hmm. have really targeted bringing in more industries, bringing in more opportunities and options for us. So I think it's just great to see Oklahoma or Tulsa specifically. Downtown has changed 100% since I came home. Yeah. So I'm really proud of our city. <laughs> <laughs> proud Tulsa. And I love that. Go T-Town. <laughs> that's so and that's so cool that you worked at the Canes too. Like that is a downtown staple. I mean, it is the greatest place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I would call it my home away from home. And there were times that I spent more time there than my own home. They made me go home at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The Canes is great. I'm glad we're glad we're kind of getting back to being able to go there. <laughs> Me too. Their show schedule's looking good this fall. Yes. In the same vein of talking about the job industries uh, in Tulsa, how specifically did the technology industry get on your radar? When I started looking at other jobs, obviously, I had a lot of sales experience that was helping Kane's Ballroom build their merch program and their website. I had my own retail store, Oki Crow, formerly in downtown Tulsa. I really love selling things. My friends and family are always joking um, that I love to sell them something. Right now, I have jewelry that I'm trying to sell them. But when the tech option came about, I was really looking at my options as far as how do I apply those sales skills to something useful in today's market? And then how do I also strive to challenge myself into maybe something different? And so when I had seen a couple of the tech jobs, one of the job opportunities that I had through in Tulsa was not tech, but they had me thinking about what in the world is this job? And it just made me really think about what potential I had and how to apply that to something new for me and thrive at it. It was a little scary to take a change, a career move. It was terrifying, actually. It had been so long. You can be honest. It It was absolutely terrifying, (laughs) shaking in my boots. And then since I've started uh, my sales job as a sales development representative with Sprockets, I just have seen how those sales skills have really applied and helped me learn more about the tech industry and really get my feet wet in that. So it was a great catapult for me to learn more about the tech industry. And then now every day I'm just trying to learn the ins and outs of my company and all the different departments and how they work together just to better myself and my career there. That's awesome. You sound like a you sound like a real go getter, honestly. <laughs> I know I hope you give yourself credit for that. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I mean, I I know that it's really difficult sometimes to know what's even gonna be on your radar when you make a big move, whether it's a career change or a, you know, geographic move, but I think being open to whatever opportunity comes comes your way is is something that we don't give ourselves credit for sometimes. I, I think for me personally, like I struggled to be open to the opportunity that wasn't the opportunity I had in my head. And I, I can kind of see how that is a, a pretty universal thing. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Kind of similarly, like we're given we're given advice here. And what would your advice be to current career seekers, especially 
I want to say post vaccine, uh, not post pandemic, but post vaccine, like this, it can be challenging. When what would what would you say to someone still looking for a job? I would say to accept and look at all the awesome skills that you have because you obviously are talented at something. Build upon that. But for me, I would say also challenge yourself. Right now, the job market is kind of different. It is crazy. But it caused me to look outside of the box. And since then, I had no idea I would be working with an HR assessment tool every day. I initially started my career after college in HR. So it was kind of a roundabout circle for me. But the tech part wasn't. And so just don't put yourself in a box. Look outside of those options. Because if you just rely on what's on your resume and that paper, you're not going to see your full potential. You know what you've done before, but challenge yourself and maybe even just put yourself a little outside of the comfort zone because there might be something much greater out there for you. That's profound. <laughs> I love that. No, that's that's great advice, honestly. <laughs> I love that you kind of jumped into and talked about Sprockets and kind of the technology there, but go ahead and tell us more about it. Like what is what is Sprockets and what what do we need to know? Sprockets is a really cool HR assessment tool. So I can literally tell you I was scientifically chosen for my job. We have this really great assessment tool. So basically, we benchmark your best employees. So you go to hire a new employee, and then we're going to give you a rating of red, yellow, or green on those applicants based on the benchmarks we set by having your best employees answer these three questions. It does its scientific algorithm, and then it outputs the score for you. So you're not having to dig through a paper stack of applicants or just look blindly at the information on those applications. There's a lot of assessment tools out there. They use a lot of the information that's going to come straight from the application or your resume, but it doesn't necessarily say anything about your personality. I believe one of the questions that I answered was, what do you love about your hometown and what would you change? Mm. I said that I wish Tulsa had a Jewish deli, an authentic Jewish deli. We're really missing out compared to New York City on that one. (laughs) And then that I just love the heart of Tulsa, the small town feel in a little city. You kind of go everywhere, you know, someone, you know, or you run into someone, you know. The thing I said that I would change about Tulsa is the dating pool is way too small. <laughs> I know a lot of people would agree with you on that one. <laughs> hey, we're, we're working on that, too, by bringing more people here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so what Sprockus does, though, it gives you just that scientific algorithm rating for your applicants. And then we've also added some sourcing features as well. So on our platform, as part of our service, you can actually post your job postings. And those go out to different job boards. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, getting more involved in HR and hiring process is kind of part of my job too. This process is complicated. And you need, you need as many assessments, you need as many high volume tools to kind of understand like what direction to head as you can get honestly and then on the posting side like it's really difficult to get your to get your jobs in front of people it's it takes our almost entire organization to understand how to do that properly and and efficiently and uh, effectively so hiring is definitely tough you know as a manager you're very skilled at what you do but you're probably not an hr expert 
So a lot of times you have management that isn't maybe trained in interviewing skills, things like that. And so it kind of helps those managers who maybe are just going off the piece of paper and aren't sure how to Mm -hmm. pick somebody for their skills or personality and a great fit. And right now with the economic and all the job shortage out there, you really want to make sure that, yeah, you may want a warm body because you're just desperate for someone, but really it's still going to cost you money to replace that employee Mm -hmm. after you've trained them. Uh, So it's really key right now to hire the very best person for that role just to save yourself future pains and time. And then another great thing about our, uh, our tool is that you're not looking at somebody's name or their experience, or even maybe their address, things like that. So in today's world of diversity, I think it also kind of overcomes some of those boundaries for some people. Maybe it's their name that was maybe off-putting to a manager or something, or something in their background. Well, with our algorithm, it's not looking at any of that. It's looking at the information they've gained from your personality test. So whenever that hiring manager gets so-and-so's name, They already got the rating that they're green. We just have humans have a tendency to look at something and maybe have a pre-bias about something that's not related to a job or what a person's capable of. So I think that our platform definitely helps that diversity aspect of things too in the hiring world. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, I know. I have lots of friends that have felt like it's, it's just another barrier to come over or just like not feeling like, one, you're represented at the company that you're wanting to work at, or two, like, why would, it's just, there's so many different gate, gates to go through and gate, gatekeeping is huge. So it's very challenging and it's awesome that there's a way to, a way around that through technology. I mean, that's the, it is the solution to a lot of our problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mentioned this earlier that I thought was really interesting, kind of about like remote working and how have you adjusted to remote working and kind of what is it like to be one of few employees in your in your town? I mean, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's only one or maybe a few more that are coming <laughs> Sprockets employees in Tulsa. Kind of what has that been like for you? It's been really interesting. You know, I was used to a traditional at or in office role for my entire career. And then the pandemic happened, and so I was trying to do a lot of things from home for Kane's Ballroom. And then you'd find that some of those things just couldn't have been taken care of from the house. With the remote work now, since the pandemic, you know, at first it was a struggle being home so much last year, and I thought I was just going to lose it. I was missing my social network. (laughs) And as things kind of got a little bit better and my mindset changed, just trying to wade through those emotions and find some positivity through it all. I think this was a good opportunity. And then I just kind of noticed that, you know, without being rude, like I love my friends and family. And then it, it's like I concentrate on who I spend my time with more. Yeah. So working from home just kind of helps me focus a little bit differently. I'm, I tell you, when I get home today, my porch will be full from friends and family. You know, I'm not at a loss for people in my life. And so working from home was a big change. And the hardest is just self-management. My coworkers, I have three cats. <laughs> they like to King Kong my desk in the middle of the work day and make things complicated. Or the dog loves to give the mailman heck. But other than that, working from home... It really, I think I'm more focused that way because I don't have my coworkers to goof off with. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, I'm usually the the office clown, like to make everybody laugh or playing practical jokes. So I think it actually helps me focus on my work better. And so, yeah, every day instead of taking that few minutes to sort of stand around the water cooler, I'm actually making a phone call and seeing if I can make another sale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so that's so interesting. Like <laughs> your cats or your coworkers, and that's I love that. I think remote working has kind of changed my perspective on the traditional experience of working in office and working, having obligations, having travel time, like all of those things. I'm like, okay, we don't need all of these things. <laughs> so we can we can do a lot more from our houses than we ever thought. So. I agree. The pandemic definitely opened our eyes to, you know, we've been able to do those jobs and positions from home. So why can't we diversify our work and places, our workplaces, maybe even a hybrid model. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the the younger people want more flexibility, more personal time with their family or their friends and things to do for their community even, instead of just sitting there eight to five or whatever, 40 hours a week at a desk mm-hmm. or a cubicle. And while I do miss, you know, having some coworkers and things like that, but I think it's just a different uh, world we're looking at. And I think remote work is going to be a lot more commonplace, hopefully. Yeah, it's on the up and up. I mean, obviously, there's some industries that can't go to remote work, but the ones that are choosing to be for lots of reasons. And I think that the main reasons is employee satisfaction. I mean, you like for all those reasons you just listed. So kind of wrapping it up here, I wanted to ask you one last question about what is exciting kind of about your new career path and going forward, what it sounds like sales is really, really exciting to you, which I love. I love to hear that. But keep telling me more about what's exciting to you. I was terrified that, you know, doing a job that was just 100% sales based on, you know, I do have a base salary and then I get commission and then there's some bonus opportunities, things like that. But it was terrifying thinking that I'm going to use my sales skills only to create my income. So that was terrifying. But once I started just trying, get on the phone. Sometimes people treat me like I'm a telemarketer. Sometimes Mondays are the roughest. I get hung up on a lot. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just trying to help you with your hiring. I'm really not trying to be sound like a telemarketer or anything like that. But if you can educate the person on the other end of the phone and just take a deep breath, they're just trying to do their job like I am. And so if I can get them to listen enough just to pass on some information to them, they might say, hey, I really need the help. You're right. Let me listen to what you got to say. So doing that every day, I start making my phone calls and you kind of have that jitters on the phone, you know, and you're like, oh, they're going to be mean to me or they're they're going to say no. But that's one of the things I've learned is you push past the no, because if you can just educate them a little bit more, may I send you an email with some more information? Maybe they're going to read it. Maybe they're not. Maybe they just don't need my help. But being able to see every day our, I call it our scoreboard, and that shows all the sales that have come in for the day. And I really challenge myself against the other, my other coworkers and my teammates, not to be competitive with them exactly, but basically keep me on my toes to make sure that I'm staying on task. And yeah. so our dashboard, I call it my video game uh, scoreboard. So I'm constantly checking my scoreboard, seeing if I can compete with the day before and beat my score from yesterday. So I think if I just keep that up every day, then I influence or inspire myself just to keep working harder and achieving my goals. So it's so great to see the efforts 
of my labor so quickly or the results of them. So I just love that. And then knowing that I've changed my position in my entire career, knowing that I can help other people find a job or help them find the correct workforce for their location or their store, um, that means a lot, especially right now during these times. People need help with the hiring and you need the right person. Oh, those are those are awesome things. <laughs> I love the video game aspect too, because I, I I guess I've never thought about sales like a video game. I mean, obviously with you know, if you're playing pinball, you're trying to compete with yourself or whoever's the high score, but like, yeah, I mean, if it's dollar amounts too, it's like the same game. <laughs> I've never been good at video games, so this is one I'm good at. Yes. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> that is awesome. And the cha-ching is actual real money. So it's like <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, I'm a bit big I'm a big video game person, so that's like it's an interesting perspective. But Kelly, thank you so much. You have really dropped some knowledge on us, and I, I just want to say thank you. And uh, I, I have to say this on the podcast, but Kelly's wearing heart shaped glasses. Like she could sell me anything. I would totally. They buy have whatever. transition lenses too. <laughs> we got to step outside and see those <laughs> transitions. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I just really appreciate your time and coming on and tell all the Grow with Us listeners what's going on in your life. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you guys haven't talked to in Tulsa, look them up. Listen to her. Listen to her. <laughs> they will change your life, literally. <laughs> I just want to offer you one last chance to say anything that you'd like to say kind of about if you want people to contact you, how can they contact you or just what you're excited about with Tulsa, any, any of those things, if you have anything. I think Tulsa has gotten a bad rap in the past, but as we've grown we have really grown. We don't do anything on a small level necessarily. Our whole entire city has changed in the last decade. Yeah. And it's changing every day for the better. I think there's so many opportunities here that we haven't even realized yet. So I would just say that, you know, Tulsa is happening. So you just got to figure out where your little piece of that pie is. And maybe if you don't find it immediately, maybe the road you're on or the journey is part of it and you're going to get there. I love Tulsa and everything it represents. My friends and family mostly are here. And yeah, and if you have any questions about Sprockets or this podcast or the information I've supplied, uh, you can always reach out to me at Kelly Brown on LinkedIn. Perfect. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again so much for your time and sharing with us everything that we've discussed. I'd like to plug a few resources for our listeners of Grow With Us that might be of use to you. If you would like to stay in touch with our featured jobs and opportunities in Tulsa, then please join our talent network. By joining our talent network, you let us know you're interested in working with an in Tulsa company, and our talent team will make sure we put the right opportunities on your radar. You can join at talent.intulsa.com. That's talent.intulsa.com. Stay tuned for more episodes of Grow With Us about tips and tricks for the job application process, learning more about the amazing communities of support in Tulsa, and the tech and innovation that is attracting people across the country to the heartland. Mm -hmm.